Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. It's another episode of Knowledge with Homage. My name is David Castle, a.k.a. Homage the Lion Killer. And it is a beautiful day here in Carson City, Nevada, the 21st of February, 2024. Great to be here with you. Hope everyone's doing well out there. And getting by. What a cool beat. This, uh, this one takes me back. Takes me back. We'll listen to the whole song together here in a little bit. November uh, yeah. 30th, 1999. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's good to be back. Like I said, hope you're doing well. Um, so, without further ado, let's make up for lost time. Uh, a lot going on in the world. Obviously, there always is. Same thing going on around here. It's been a been a long winter not a ton of snow where i'm at it wasn't like last year by any means um but you can tell that they're they're really manipulating the weather they're really going at it in the skies the past two months pretty much almost every day has been that strange chemical haze that they that they spray out from the jets leaving the sky just this milky hue it's this weird grayish color i'm sure you know what i'm talking about and I can't help but notice a correlation between people's moods and what the sky looks like. For example, I'm in sales, so I've noticed that whenever they spray the shit out of the sky, people don't really buy stuff. People are in a, a bad mood, and it's weird. And, and people just, uh, you have a bad day selling. <laughs> no one like even comes in. So I definitely think there's a correlation with that. Maybe that has something to do with the ionospheric heaters and the electromagnetic waves manipulating people's brains and stuff because that is all possible that's not just conspiracy theory that's that's a legitimate fact and it is amazing how many people refuse to acknowledge that and just don't know but you can't really blame them because people have to be told what to think and this is something that's just completely denied by the mainstream community you know the the news News anchors, the mainstream news, completely deny the existence of chemtrails, even though people have come out from big universities and publicly disclosed their plans for geoengineering and solar radiation management. Granted, that doesn't admit to what they're actually doing, but it it tells, they come out and tell you that they're spraying the sky. Uh, but still, people don't believe it. They're not going to look into that stuff. They really have to be spoon-fed stuff because that's the way that people have been trained to be. Um, people were intentionally indoctrinated to not be able to think for themselves. That's basically what the whole school system was for, and it's just structured to be like that. For example, I got this uh, got this book sitting here next to me. It's called Chemtrails Exposed. The New Manhattan Project. It's a very interesting book. It goes into the origin of weather modification and the people who are behind it. And a lot of the people involved, it overlaps with the people who were involved in the Manhattan Project where they built the first nuclear bomb. So basically what happened was after the Manhattan Project was successful and they detonated the nuclear bomb and World War II was over, a lot of these same scientists continued on that research at different laboratories across the United States. Um, one predominant one would be MIT. 
and they just went on researching weather modification stuff because they knew that that was the big, the next big field of experimentation for science. And there's a lot of similarities between creating a nuclear explosion and manipulating the weather. There's these these chain reactions which take place uh, when you manipulate the weather. Like you do one thing here and it causes this whole series of events to unfold which could have catastrophic consequences later on down the line. It's like the old saying, when a butterfly flaps its wings across the globe, it causes a hurricane wherever the fuck. So it's kind of like that. And a lot of these same uh, scientists were involved in the weather modification research because weather modification is just a, a physics problem. And the people, the, the generals and, um, you know, the people high up in the military, they knew that this was the next big area that they needed to dominate in order to to have everything completely locked down. And this was the origin of the military-industrial complex that was that was coming up around the end of World War II. And actually, these same scientists uh, around MAT, they had this thing called the RAD Lab, which is the radiation laboratory where they were studying the effects of electromagnetic radiation. Um, that's where they developed the type of radar that they could attach to the, the Allied airplanes. So when they're flying over the ocean, they could spot the German U-boats and destroy them because up until that point when that technology had been discovered, the the Allies were getting all fucked up by these U-boats out there in the ocean because they couldn't see them. You know, they were hidden underwater. But once they developed that radar technology, they were able to destroy them. So um, apparently there's a saying that the nuclear bomb ended the war, but radar is what won the war. So they continued on with that research after World War II. Now, uh, something that happened simultaneously with that, so these scientists could, could continue getting the same amount of funding that they were getting during the war, they had to make up this new enemy. And the two things that they came up with, one of them was the Soviet Union, and that they were developing technology at a similar pace. And we needed to, um, you know, keep up with them and mitigate that threat. But another one, which this dude Von Neumann came up with, who, who was a very well-respected scientist, was the idea that the climate was actually the enemy of mankind. And that the emissions of carbon dioxide <clears throat> since the Industrial Revolution are a huge threat to humanity and the world itself. We're going to change the climate and, you know, we're all going to die because of climate change. So this idea came about right after World War II uh, by the very scientists who were at the forefront of weather modification research. And by making up this idea that man-made climate change is a real thing, that justified the government spending billions and billions and billions of dollars to these research laboratories, keeping these scientists going, living high on the hog, making tons of fucking money. And that's what allowed all this research into weather modification to take place. And that's where it really progressed at a rapid rate. So they learned how to do all this stuff. You know, it wasn't just cloud seeding. Um, that That's not the only method of weather modification. That's what people usually believe, but that's really old technology actually developed by Kurt Vonnegut's brother. Um, I forget his name, but it's funny because in Kurt Vonnegut's book, I think it was um, Cat's Cradle, uh, the main character is this 
the scientist who develops this technology to change mud and and liquid into a solid solid material. So his idea was um, if there's this battlefield and it's all swampy, they can use this thing called Ice-9 to to change that mud into this this hard structure so their tanks and whatnot can, can move across it. Well, long story short, spoiler alert, this thing ends up destroying the whole entire world and, you know, we're all fucked because of it. And you got to think that Kurt Vonnegut, was no idiot. He was a very intelligent guy, and his brother was a, a lead engineer. I think it was at GE or something like that, or maybe it was a university. But all these, um, the big companies back then, like GE and RCA, were working in collaboration with MIT, and all these these top scientists from various universities and companies would work in conjunction with one another to develop this technology. So Vonnegut knew all about it. He uh, wrote a book about it, maybe as a warning. Um, because I, I like Vonnegut. I think he was pretty cool. Um, but regardless of that, the the cloud seeding is an older technology, and it is a part of it. I don't think what we see on a daily basis is necessarily cloud seeding. It's the same principle of it, but I don't think it's um, entirely to modify the weather. I think it's more about modifying us now and modifying the environment, getting these electrically charged metals into the atmosphere and onto into the environment in order to manipulate them with these these various weapons that we have and just this infrastructure which has been constructed around us with the cell phone towers and the next rad towers and all these different electromagnetic installations um, which can be used to manipulate the brain but also manipulate the environment it's a weapon defense system and basically, not just a defense system, it's an offense system, too, because you could do some really crazy shit with this stuff, and it requires an ionized atmosphere. But not only that, you can also use, like, for example, you'll see when they spray the sky a lot, and the, the sun is peeking out behind these these wispy chemtrails, um, you see this kembo. It's like these rainbow colors that that get exposed. And the reason why that happens is because the light's refracting off of the polymers. So they spray these these little plastic materials, and what these polymers can be used for is basically an envelope. It's a delivery mechanism for whatever they want to deliver. It could be viruses, it could be diseases, it could be little nanotechnology, it could be desiccated erythrocytes, which is freeze-dried red blood cells, which they have found, which contain this manipulated fucking nanotechnology. It's really crazy stuff. And uh, that's what we're seeing take place on a daily basis. I do think it's the the most important thing taking place in the world right now, and it just completely flies under the radar, um, which is concerning. I guess it's doing its job. So, uh, But anyway, back to the origin of this whole aspect of the military-industrial complex, which is weather modification, came about right around after World War II, and then that's when they really started using the electromagnetic waves to manipulate the environment and uh, mess with the jet stream and, and air flows and all that stuff that goes into messing with the weather. So they've been doing this for, shit, almost 100 years now. And they really got it down to a science. They, um, they own the weather. And the reason why... They can never admit the extent to which they're doing this. For one, you know, they never like to admit 
that they're lying until like 50 or 100 years later when there's nobody left to be held accountable. But another thing is this this climate change idea is so vital to their agenda that they can't just come out and, and contradict themselves and be like, well, we're actually controlling the weather because everyone, you know, hopefully people, there's still some people who are intelligent enough to be like, well, wait, you told us that we were messing with the weather by driving our cars and you guys literally have weather modification machines around the world and, and can do anything, create tornadoes, hurricanes, set off earthquakes, volcanoes, you name it. So, you know, they're never going to come out and admit that because their whole plan to get this new world order government, the one world government stuff, um, where they control everything, This everything's controlled by this one small group of people and there's no more private property for regular citizens and we got no rights. Like that shit all depends on on the climate change agenda. So it's no wonder that they ain't ever going to admit it, right? And um, the people who point this out are just kind of seen as um, as lunatics because that's a big deal, right? And it's become a meme. Uh, like it's this saying like, well, I can't, it's not like we can control the weather. There's that Ashton Kutcher meme, right? Uh, he's talking about Mila Kunis. It's from that 70s show and she's cold. And they're in the cabin, and then Ashton Kutcher says, well, I can't control the weather. And it's it's like these types of um, ideas are intentionally given to the public in order to refute the idea that they actually can control the weather. So everything's a lie. What else is new? What can you do? Uh, I'll tell you what we can do, though. We can listen to this new La Russell La Russell's cool. I don't know if you've been following his movement, but really admire it. He's this artist out of Vallejo, which is just right over the hill from me. And dude's just crushing it, putting out so much music, so much content, and just super positive and just a, a badass dude. So this is a new song he has with Hit Boy called King Kong. Wow. Bitch, I, bitch, I feel like King Kong got me beating on my chest. Let me for dead. I hopped up and pulled the bullets out my vest. Flip a coin, bitch, I'm going. Hit or miss. Make your bet. You ain't even got to see it. Hear that switch? That's all net. Niggas act like they hate me, but it's only on the net. Nigga, I'll take it there before I take you as a threat. I got Cali on my back. I'm that nigga on the west. I'm that nigga on the east. I'm that nigga on the south. I'm that nigga that pull up and kids and grannies run out. Everybody love La Russell. Need a show with all this clout. Try to play me with that deal. Know what that's about. When you do a dog wrong, you be scared to let him out. I'm finna eat these niggas play. They be scared I'ma bite. Close the eyes when they see me. They can't even stand a sight. Cut them off. Dead to me. Bet they probably see the light. I met the guy that do they streams. Boy, don't believe the hype. Sold out the backyard. Then rode after her my bike. I'm with him. Making his. I keep thinking what it's like When you really make it, you ain't gotta make it up If it was an elevator, I'm the one they take it Bitch, I, bitch, I feel like King Kong got me beating on my chest Let me for dead, I hopped out and pulled the bullet out my vest Flip a coin, bitch, I'm going, hit or miss Make your bet, you ain't even gotta see it Hear that switch, that's all net Niggas act like they hate me, but it's only on the net Nigga, I'll take it there before I take you as a threat I got Cali on my back, I'm that nigga on the west
it ends abruptly. Cool song though. I mean, he he just gets it, bro. He's uh he's really crushing it in this era, like a- approaching it from a whole new way. Independent, you know, has a fucking million followers. It's impossible not to love the dude, and he's just crushing it. Simple content, like he's not going nuts with the videos and stuff, but he's consistent. And I uh, just really admire the movement. That's how I'm going to approach my next album. I don't expect to uh, achieve what he's done, but I'll give it a fucking go. Just to have a bunch of videos and stuff and just things to put out. Because it's been a while. Just been laying low. I got to work like a real job and stuff. <coughs> and, uh, you know, doing life stuff. But anyway, let's get back to how the world works. You know, some of these things that others refuse to acknowledge. Oh, but first let me mention this. I totally forgot. Right when I was getting all this stuff set up, I I was, uh, I got my mic on this, you know, mic stand thing, and I'm turning it towards me, and I just knocked down this whole big plant straight onto my computer, and it knocked, you know, all the dirt, all the stuff, all over the keyboard, all over my laptop, and, uh, yeah, so that's how this morning's going for me. I vacuumed it up. I don't know, though. It's still pretty dirty. I have to open her up and do the dust off and all that stuff. So don't do that, kids. Um, now, something that recently crossed my mind. Let's take it way back. Let's take it way back to the early 2000s. The Bush family. Obviously, there was Bush Sr. and then there's Bush Jr., both presidents. And uh, <laughs> it's just amazing that they were able to use these guys to to do so much, and then they're like so blatantly connected with the Bin Laden family. Now, if you look into the Bin Laden family, Osama Bin Laden, the guy they blamed 9-11 on, they're this incredibly rich Saudi family, and they got rich off of the construction industry. So Osama Bin Laden was one of like 54 siblings, which is which is nuts, right? To have that many brothers and sisters, like where did these guys live? But they were they're billionaire family. Like they do the biggest construction projects in the Middle East, and that's where the biggest construction projects are taking place right now. Actually, the the Saudi Bin Laden family, which is the biggest construction company in Saudi Arabia, they're currently working on what will soon be the the largest building in the world, the tallest building in the world. It's going to be a kilometer tall. Or something like that, or two. I don't know. It's fucking huge. It's going to be 150 stories, something crazy. Uh, they also just built the this crazy um, hotel in Mecca that has this giant this giant clock on it, and it's the biggest thing ever. It's called it's called the Maka Clock Royal Tower. Maka Clock Royal Tower. Look this thing up. It was built by the Bin Ladens. And how funny is that, that they're the dudes who, you know, supposedly Osama Bin Laden knocked down the biggest tower and his brothers and stuff are building the biggest towers. You know, these are the jokes that they pull on us. And, um, but I guess if you know how to build the biggest ones, you know how to knock the biggest ones down too, right? I don't know, obviously. You've heard me talk about the directed energy weapons and all that stuff. Doesn't mean that, uh explosives and whatnot couldn't have been used in conjunction with that. Who knows? But we all know that it wasn't what they say. But another thing 
like there's just these little facts and these are factual things. For example, um, George Bush, I think it's George W. Bush, he started an oil company and they're from Texas. In order to get the money for his first oil company, he was loaned that money from the Bin Ladens. Like how crazy is that? Bin Laden's brother gave this guy like a million dollars to start an oil company. Like, come on. What are the odds, right? Seven seven billion people supposedly on this planet and uh, the guy who was president and the guy who uh, blew up the World Trade Center hung out, or he hung out with his brother and his family, right? Fucking A. Also, during 9-11, on the actual day of 9-11... George H.W. Bush, so George W. Bush's father, was in a meeting at the Carlyle Group, which is this giant investment firm, and who were one of their big, big donors, the Bin Laden family. And the Bin Laden family was in, it was either New York or Washington, D.C., but it was during the 9-11 attacks on 9-11. They were there having a meeting with the Bushes, or with, with H.W. Bush. It, like, how crazy is that? And... When 9-11 happened, they grounded all the aircraft. It was this this huge thing. It was like the first time ever that this had happened. No aircraft was allowed to fly anywhere in the United States. It might have even been global. I don't know. Um, But the only people who they let fly was the Bin Ladens. They let the Bin Ladens and their homies and their bodyguards all hop on some flights, fly back to Saudi Arabia. And as soon as 9-11 happened, literally during the attacks, probably before the towers even came down, they were already pointing at Osama bin Laden and saying that he was the guy that did it. And they'll try to say that uh, Osama bin Laden was ostracized from his family after he um, went to go fight with the Mujahideen in the 80s. But, but he's a CIA asset during that, right? He's, he's uh, Bob Osman, I think, is, is what they is uh, his, his CIA name. So, and this is all like, you know, well-documented stuff. It's it's out there. And there was articles written about it in the Denver Post and, and just across various publications pretty soon after 9-11. But did that stop anything with the war on terror? Did that stop the, the Patriot Act or any of these things where, you know, they're taking away our rights, they're murdering people across the globe indiscriminately, and they're using 9-11 as a justification, but we're not going to look into all these nefarious ties that clearly point to 9-11 being an inside job. It's just crazy, man. So that was just such a huge event, and we're still living in the aftermath of that. I would say the only thing that comes close to it, which actually might be a little bigger, was this coronavirus event because that was a global thing. And, you know, the world has changed so much just because of that. And, of course, it's it's all planned. You know, it's all planned well ahead of time, you know, half a century before, I would I would say. And um, they're just very persistent. They're never going to give up with this plan. They don't give up. They stick to the plan until it's done, and they keep going. So you can give them that. Now, part of that plan is to reduce the standard of living here in the United States. So we're, we had a good for a long time, man. The, the 80s, the 90s, they weren't so bad. Things things were cool. It was popping. The economy was all right. I don't know. I didn't really get to experience that. I was a kid. I didn't give a shit. Um, but since then, 
you know, even the early 2000s weren't so bad. Even fucking 10 years ago, it was cool. Um, but now we're seeing that change, right? We had the coronavirus stuff, shut down all the small businesses, bankrupt all of these people. Now, now what they've done is they're starting to ask for the PPP, the PP, is it PPP? Whatever, those loans that they gave out to these small businesses, now they want all that money back, right? Of course, everything has a catch. So those people are fucked. Um, <clears throat> but on top of that, you know, you had all the stimulus stuff, you have these this the war in Ukraine, you have all of the money being sent to Israel, just all this money they're printing out of thin air and and causing inflation, right? Everything costs fucking so much. And this has been happening for a while, but it's really just got really insane for the price of groceries, the price of a vehicle, homes, rent, everything is just astronomical to the point where people can't really, you know, they certainly can't afford to live as they once did. Um, but most people are still trying to, right? So you're using your credit card, going into debt, which, you know, debt slavery. That's, that's what we're living in right now. Um, but on top of that, so, so our standard of living is being reduced across the board, and, and a large part of that is inflation. But we also have this whole crisis at the border. In fact, I have an article right here which talks about – what is this? This is on Zero Hedge, Tyler Dearden, dude. It says, um, a stunning 10 million illegals have entered the U.S. under Biden. 10 million. 10 million in just three years, four years. There's only 300 million people here, supposedly. So that's a significant chunk of people. Not quite 10%, like 5% of the population is just illegal illegal immigrants uh, coming here. Mostly Mexican, right? But a lot of people from um, Central America and South America. And then you got tons of people also from just all over. Because you can fly into Ecuador or whatever... And you just pay the cartel, you pay these guides to walk you through the jungle, you go through the Darien Gap, hop on a train, bus or some shit, go through Mexico, and then you just walk in. And there's hundreds of thousands of people coming over each month. And there are some people who are so stupid that they think that this has no effect on the country or on the economy. Some people actually think it's good. They're so fucking stupid. <clears throat> Apologize for the language. Um... But obviously, it's not good. You know, there's uh, there's people that contribute to society, and then there's people that leech off of society. And if you go into the data, most of these people ain't bringing nothing to the table. Plus, what they're doing now, giving them a bunch of free money that they're just, once again, printing out of thin air. And um, so, so this accomplishes a few different goals, because this is all part of the plan. It's not just some accident. It's not just Biden being stupid. <laughs> or, uh, you know, just mishandling the situation. This is all intentional. It has to be. It 100% has to be because the laws are in place to stop this stuff. It's just they don't enforce the laws. They look the other direction and they allow it. And the only logical conclusion to come to is that they want this to happen. Because you can have this idea that the government is just so incompetent that they just don't know what they're doing. All these senators and congressmen are just ignorant or something, but that's not the case at all. They know exactly what they're doing. They're just liars. They're just bad people. 
and they're corrupt. Like, if you think about how, um, ah, anyway, I'm not even going to get into it, but let's talk about, um, a couple things that this this stuff at the border is accomplishing because not only is it, you know, causing the inflation stuff to go nuts, uh, the job crisis, and and all these things like that, but the bigger goal, and this is something that we're take, seeing take place in Europe as well, is is getting rid of the homogeneity of the culture. It's it's destroying the culture that once existed here because when you bring a bunch of people in who do not share the values of the culture and like don't have the his, their historical roots in that culture, then you destroy the country. And that's the ultimate goal. It's to bring these people in who have a, a different way of looking at the world, different values, uh, different work ethics, and, and just everything. Everything's different. It's not, you know, Americans got a certain way of doing shit. Germans had a certain way of doing shit. Uh, the English had a certain way of doing shit. Mexicans have a certain way of doing shit. Brazilians have a certain way of doing shit. And like, when you just let everyone in and you bribe them with free money and tell them they're going to have all this awesome stuff, which, which they don't get ultimately, right? Look at the situation taking place in like Chicago and New York. These people hate it. You know, they're pissed off because they were lied to. But the reason why they're doing this is is to mess up the culture because when you do that and when you destroy this this um, bond that people have between them, which is a culture, which is which is what a culture is, and simultaneously you're destroying the family unit, then you you destroy the people and they're easily conquered. So that's what we're seeing take place, and um, you know a lot of people will sugarcoat it, and I think people see it happening and they're angry about it. Because it is something to be angry about. It's bullshit, right? Um, but we, we've been brainwashed for so long with this political correctness that people are afraid to say something. Um, and they are trying to, to create this sort of like race war and just this animosity between people um, because of their skin color. When it isn't necessarily that. I mean, yeah, certain people have certain tendencies from certain cultures that look a certain way. Like we can't deny that. That is a thing. Um but is all that anger directed correctly? I don't know. I don't know about all that. It's just easy to do and it's it's an easy thing, easy way to manipulate people when really the um the origins of the situation are a little more complicated than that. So, it's just it's just very interesting to be observing this and and being part of it right because because we all got to make a living we all have to participate in society to some extent and uh you see what's going on you know what's going on at least you got a pretty good idea and it's like you're kind of helpless so like what can we do what can we do i mean there are things you could do right you can build your own family have 50 kids in a farm or something but i don't know tell you what let's listen to uh some new benny the butcher he came out with a new album. It's pretty cool. You know, guy loves selling crack and uh, respect. <laughs> this one's called Braun, Benny the Butcher. Actually, I think he's more into the fentanyl. Anyway, this song's called down for you niggas. The Butcher coming. I'm going to surprise you niggas. I've been on so long. People starting to hate it. They feel scorned. 
I see the looks on all their faces and I'm torn It's like, I ain't wanna do this But if it gotta be a shooting I guess I'ma be the shooter you been warned I'm in this bitch popping ace like I'm Sean They play your shit, look at the gang and then we yawn Why would he make that lame choice? Man, these niggas couldn't score if they had game point And I'm wrong After the chip, I told my folks back home So long I moved my family and my brick to a place where it's warm I'm back in championship condition I can't resist all this winning It's like me and success built a bomb So let's stay brief I'm in a rush in TSA, they tryna x-ray me I made my bitch so bad that an ex can't speak The only way to make a litter is a sex tape leak A little porn <laughs> oh, I'm just fucking around Uh-huh Yeah, uh Fuck the world, am I wrong? I'm in the VIP, a hundred niggas strong Hustlers yelling from the bleachers, put me on I ran it up, ain't take me long My life a story out of Psalms And I can put that on my mother first Born in my city, I'm King Kong Kim Jong-un, to me, you niggas like this small Say, wait, bitch, I probably meant what a brick cost I'm in a five-star hotel suite with a Swiss bra Then I'm gone, pinky ring of a dawn Bad boy like I'm Sean, I'm like Golden Eye Bond That's 25 inch beams scoping out harm So how you niggas gon' hide from us with polka dot song? You niggas is drawn You probably heard when I got shot I brought a rolly, AP, and a Cardi after that watch I've been back home 50 times since all the rumors I'm chillin' These killers with me keep asking me what we doin' Them niggas bored Hey yo, get the champagne Hey yo, hit boy, we gon' get the champagne and goggles We spraying this shit everywhere We goin' to Ilios Tell them open the back room up for us Let's go And I'm Wrong. After the chip, I told my folks back home, so long I moved my family and my bricks to a place where it's warm I'm back in championship condition, I can't resist all this winning It's like me and success built a bomb There's another one That might, I think that's produced by Hitboy too He's on a run, he's on a run Some people don't like him. I think he's pretty cool. Okay. What else we got going here? Uh-oh. Shit. Um, so I had an experience the other day. I was uh, I was at Wingstop. One of my guilty pleasures. One of many. And I was, <laughs> was picking up my order, and there was like these kids in front of me, and they, uh, they ordered their food. And this kid in front of me, he's probably like like 18, and um, he pays for his food with a $100 bill, and it's like one order, which is still like 20 bucks these days. But uh, the dude's getting him his change, and he like cleaned out the whole register, and he gives the kid back like, you know, $76 of his change, and uh, he's kind of at a loss. <laughs> the guy working at Wingstop, he's like, well, uh, that's everything in my register, so, you know, I can give you $5 back in quarters, and then the kid's just like, nah, that's that's okay. He's like, no, I don't want it. Like, he didn't want to impose on the guy by taking all his quarters when it was his change. I just thought that was the craziest thing ever. I'm watching this guy. I'm like, dude, take the fucking quarters, man. What What is up with you? Some kids just don't know the value of a dollar these days. But I, I feel like it was just him not wanting to impose on the guy and be that dude, like, you know, seem like a Jew or something. <laughs> like, yeah, give me my quarters. Maybe he didn't want him jingle jangling. 
I don't know, but I just thought that was the craziest thing ever. I was like, bro, if if, if all you got's quarters, man, I'll take the quarters. I'll head to the arcade or something. Okay, what else is going on here? There was a big Putin interview with with uh, Tucker Carlson. I watched it. It was pretty interesting, uh, but it just kind of confirmed my belief that he's just another stooge, dude. He's just another dude that's in on it. I'll even go so far as to say that Iran could be in on it, too. Just this whole global chessboard where it's we're led to believe that there are these warring countries and uh, they, you know, hate each other. We hate each other and stuff, which may be true to some extent when it comes to <coughs> the citizens and the soldiers that they use to kill each other. But at the end of the day, I think the people who are running the show are all, they're all hanging out behind closed doors. It's all part of the same network. And it's just like 1984, where they create these wars to be at this perpetual state of war just so they can continuously fleece the public, tax them, keep them in this this constant state of fear, and they, they work up they work them up, right? The the two minutes of hate, and you get them all pissed off at Putin. Um But you listen to this guy and he, he's very astute. He's he's very articulate with his speech. I don't know though, I don't speak Russian, but the translation of English seemed seemed pretty smart. He goes into like this whole history of Russia, which is kind of interesting, kind of boring, but, you know, it's just that classic way to avoid answering a question. You go into this elaborate explanation that doesn't really have anything to do with, with what you're talking about. Um, <clears throat> But one thing that he mentioned was, like, he just loved George Bush, like they were homies. He's like, yeah, George Bush was cool. George W. Bush. We were homies. And it's like... um. Just this idea that that Russia is actually the adversary of the United States, I think that's such an antiquated thing. I don't know if they ever were. Like, I don't even think this fucking Soviet Union was really an enemy of the United States. I don't even think that they built all those weapons for the Cold War. Like, I'll even go out on that limb. Like, they just got some, you know, 10,000 nuclear bombs that don't even work. They're just like paper mache. <laughs> but then... uh you know, everyone's just got the money. They got some moon base or some shit, some underground city. I don't know what they do. <laughs> but they were never going to use the stuff in the first place, right? They're not going to nuke each other. I don't think that'll ever happen. They got easier ways to do it, you know. Some uh, some virus that uh, targets certain people or just flip a switch, right? You get everyone on, uh, you know, everyone's data, everyone's genome and stuff till till the network of the the towers and stuff are just to such a point where you could just flip a switch and then like make everyone's head explode that you don't like but they're not going to do that for a while they still need us to like do stuff like make the world run i don't think robots and ai are quite at that point to where uh, they could just kill off all the people but that is part of the plan you know they're going to significantly reduce the population someday um but yeah it's just the thing with like Putin, if he really was this this adversary of the West and he was trying to win over um, the public to his side and he did have these imperialist ambitions, he would just point out the 9-11 stuff, right? He'd be like, dude, these guys blew up their own towers. Like, here's all the evidence. Like, you know, you know the United States government sucks. Uh, let's do something about it. 
And he could garner a ton of support like that because he would be the one person somewhat reputable to be able to to say that. But he's never going to say that shit. <coughs> he's friends with George W. Bush. That just shows to show you that they're all in on it because you know they all have the data and the information to expose what actually happened that day. In addition to that, all the chemtrail stuff, right? You could come out and say shit about that. They're never going to do it. It's because it's a global operation. They're all in on it. And that's kind of crazy to think about because it, it goes against your average idea of how the world works. But we really are living in 1984 to where, you know, they give us these boogeymen, these ideas of these people, um, but they're everything's just a lie. <laughs> everything's just a lie. It's crazy. <clears throat> so in addition to that, um, you got the cars spying on you. Now, this is something that's been happening for a long time. Uh, I work at a car dealership right now. Kind of sucks, but got to do what you got to do. Yeah, it's okay. Meet people and shit and whatever. Make some money. Um, hold on. Let me look up something real quick. Um, so we were having this problem where... We were having this problem where we would sell this new car and then like a day later the battery would die. Which is, you know, it doesn't make any sense. It's a brand new car. Why is the battery dying so so quick? And I had this idea. I was like, well, it's got to be something with, with the surveillance system inside the car. Because all of these new cars, in 2018 they made it a law in the United States at least that all new vehicles have to have a backup camera. And if you use a backup camera, they're really not even like that useful I find it easier to just look out the back window if it's got it. If it's like a big van with um, where you can't see out the back, yeah, the backup camera's cool, but I find the mirrors to be more helpful anyway. So I always knew that was bullshit, and it was just part of uh, the surveillance network. Um, but all the new cars got the, you know, at the very least one camera, but they all got the Bluetooth stuff, so they got microphones in them. And then most of them have... Uh, proximity sensors on the front and the rear, as well as blind spot detection stuff in the um, side view mirrors. And a lot of them have cameras on the front too. So this thing is like the perfect surveillance device and it's not even trying to hide it. It's, it's All this technology is promoted by the companies and most people think they want it, which is stupid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, these cars were dying immediately and it turns out, so when we sell these cars, we're supposed to have them download this app the customers are supposed to download this app. There's like a Jeep app, a Ram app, and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, the app is supposed to allow you to remote start the car from a thousand miles away, unlock the doors, set off the alarm, you can view diagnostic shit when it's time for an oil change and stuff. But really, we know what it is, right? It's, it's a surveillance tool. Um, so it turns out what was happening was that this the cars were transmitting all this data. <laughs> uh, while the, when they weren't supposed to, when the car was supposed to be off, so it had this parasitic draw on the car battery, causing them to die super quick. And, um, you know, it's just typical. I just thought it was funny that, that that's what's going on. Just very strange, but not too strange. Now, this is something, I don't know if this is 100% true. This is something I briefly saw. But it goes along the trend of, the, you know, they don't want us to have cars, right? And if we do have a car, it's got to be one of these surveillance tools 
preferably electric to where when they uh, really want to do a lockdown, they could just flip the switch and make it so your car can't even leave the driveway. Um, but there's this this thing going around saying that in Europe there's this proposal to ban 15-year-old cars. Anything over 15 years, you're not allowed to work on. Like, I guess you can't even, you know, if you were to bring it to the shop or something, they wouldn't be allowed to work on it legally. So that's where we're all headed. <clears throat> and they're, they're going to blame all the climate change stuff. And that's what I was mentioning earlier. That's why they're never going to admit any of the weather modification stuff because it's so essential to you know to so many of their plans to um keep this lie going and so many of us are just seeing through it but ain't gonna change let's listen to some more music though i'm about to head out of here i gotta go to work in a second but this is from the new soul assassins album this is dj mugs and CeeLo. it's called joker's wild it's my favorite song off of that album song huh kind of that uh east la chicano shit <clears throat> okay well yeah i was gonna get into a couple articles i'm running low on time but i'll, I'll just kind of read some headlines for you you might have heard of this story of uh this police officer who who shot at a handcuffed guy i think he was in his cop car even because he mistaked an acorn falling for a gunshot. So Florida Deputy Jesse Hernandez resigned after opening fire when he thought the sound of an acorn hitting the police cruiser was a shot from a gun. 
this is an interesting story, and you can watch the body cam footage of this. Um, that does, It doesn't make any sense, right? I think, I'll get into what I think in a second, but you, you get the idea, right? This This dude was handcuffed. He was already frisked, so they knew that he didn't have a weapon. But this officer was so convinced that there was gunshots that he fucking unloaded unloaded his whole magazine on on the dude's car which yeah actually he was in the patrol car okay so you know an acorn hitting a car that ain't sounding nothing like a gunshot so this this story doesn't make any sense and you could blame it on the cops being so jumpy and so you know, so afraid of black people because I'm thinking the, the dude was black that he had in handcuffs. <clears throat> but I think it's something even crazier than that. I think it has to do with similar, the same technology, man, that I've been talking about for years. It, it's in conjunction with what they're spraying in the sky. It's throughout the electrical grid. It's through the towers and stuff. And it's a technology which can specifically target you Based on your DNA, basically. Like, we all have this unique imprint of our DNA. And, uh, dude, it can send voices straight into your brain. We all have this unique wavelength, which can be tapped into, like, a radio antenna. And they can make us hear shit that isn't there. And I think that is what happened to this guy. I think that's what happens to a lot of these school shooters and stuff. Uh, who are driven nuts and hearing voices, and I think it could be responsible for a lot of schizophrenia stuff too, although not all of it. Um, but this technology does exist. It's being used on the public. It's being Certain people are being targeted with it. And when you run into stories like this, which make no sense, you know, logically, people are so quick to just brush it off, and then it's used as justification for more division in society, you know, hating cops and shit, which we don't need that, dude. We need, if we want to survive this this battle that's that's happening, like, we got to have the cops on our side. There needs to be some sort of com- camaraderie. Like, we need to go back to them being a part of the community, not just some, some crazy fucking stormtroopers. Um, but if you want to learn more about this, I'll, I'll put a link to this video I watched on it. And uh, it's this dude I follow on YouTube. And what he does is he analyzes audio. And he's an old punk rocker, like sound engineer, um, been recording music his whole life. And he just understands how to mix and master and where, you know, different frequencies and stuff. And basically what he can do is go in and analyze the audio and remove certain frequency ranges and then show you what's hidden in the audio like what this person who was targeted with this with this audio weapon this uh voice of god weapon look up voice of god weapon that's a real thing and um he goes in and analyzes this video and he he fucking brings out these gunshots <laughs> he like shows you what the officer thought he was hearing which is this gunshot that is hidden in these frequency ranges so this is really weird far out stuff um, but it's real, it's happening, and there's videos of people giving talks at, like, MIT and these, these really prestigious institutions where they're talking about how this, these sonic weapons can be used, for example, to, um, be aimed at enemy troops 
miles away and make them think that God is talking to them and tell them to like put their weapons down. You know, so there's old technology as well. I just think it's being used on people in various circumstances to make them think that they're hearing stuff and you know, then they use it for political purposes and, and whatnot. It's very creepy shit. Very creepy shit. Like, I don't know. It's 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 hard to even talk about because it sounds so far out. Um, but watch the video, dude. Watch all this guy's videos. He goes through and does it on a ton of different stuff, and it's it's really interesting. So if you're open-minded to that kind of stuff and, you know, you have an understanding of what this technology is capable of, you might find it interesting. Um... Other than that, I got to bounce. Thanks a lot for uh, for rocking with me, sticking with me. I uh, hope you're all going to, hope y'all like the new album I got coming because it's pretty dope. I think it's, well, I don't want to talk too much about it. I, I'll let you guys be the judge. Uh, I'll send you off with this Blue Scholar song, 50,000 Deep. Classic underground shit. All right, peace out. It's a stick up, it's why we got our hands in the air Still demanding a share, refrigerators bare Cause they wanna see trade get free and not fair But we are not blind, we are not there We don't got time left to spare to not care On the last day of November, swelling in ranks Went to chant down the mighty IMF and World Bank A gathering of people in peaceful assembly Onward to Westlake to disrupt the entry Walk along steady, riot squad ready to protect Every last dignitary's ass But this started when they heard us like cattle in a fence Protesters getting restless without an exit They threatened to arrest us We pushed back and then A hail of rubber bullets hit teens and old men I admit had to split when the first gas canisters hit Felt it burn in my eyes, nose and lips They try to blame it on the anarchist garbage I was there, I'll tell you right now The pig started it But they distorted in the news Talking about stomping down Nike town Wearing they shoes But the body rock stopped Probably got caught by the cops nearby Somebody got shot but parties don't stop and the parties don't care It's a stick up, it's why we got our hands in the air 50,000 deep And it sound like thunder when our feet pound streets 50,000 deep And it sound like thunder when our feet pound streets 50,000 deep And it sound like thunder when our feet pound streets 50,000 deep 50,000 deep Body rock stop. 
probably got caught by the cops nearby Somebody got shot, but parties don't stop in the south So take your shoes off when you come into my house I had a duck out cause I knew I stuck out in the crowd After many years growing up brown in this town Now this is what democracy looks like Not what you all had in mind for tonight Mr. Mayor, shell shock for five days straight Press conference, looking constipated and pale Tossed a homie in jail, wasn't even protesting Wrong place, wrong time, learned a quick lesson But this is not a question what we did to deserve this Rich kids went and got arrested on purpose But was it worth it? My first inclination Globalization is the root of the pain Made the reason that they left and the reason that we came Catch my breath, blood pulsates my brain And they called it a riot Huh, I call it a uprising And they call this a riot But nah, I call it a uprising And they call this a riot Nah, man, fuck that, I'ma call it an uprising 50,000 deep, and it sound like thunder when I free pound streets Yo, 50,000 deep, and it sound like thunder when I free pound streets Come on, y'all 50,000 deep, and it sound like thunder when I free pound streets Yeah, 50,000 deep, and it sound like thunder when I free pound streets